Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. Welcome back into uh, early break on the ticket. Nick Sander, Jake Bakoven, Chris Rath, and Aaron Davis with you guys. AD's enjoying his final day in Jamaica before he uh, flies out later this evening. It's like coffee today, not coke. Yeah, coffee today, not a, not a hard crack can. <laughs> coffee in that? Yeah, yeah that's actually, not coffee. That's true. Is there is there coffee in there? What are we what are we uh, indulging in right now, Ed? It's called uh, Blue Jamaica. I think it's what they call it, Blue Jamaica coffee. Okay, that's what it's called. Okay, sounds and good. It's, it's, it's really good. It's so, really good. I, I realized that I forgot to give the tiebreaker on shut up simple, shut up Bach or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't give the t- I didn't say the tiebreaker, and Krusty Dusty got mad at me on the text line. Said, whoa, 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 whoa. What's the tiebreaker? So I'll ask you guys, how many how many bowl games has Nebraska played in all time? Oh, man. So here, here's what we'll do. We'll set, have box set and over under, and then Raph and AD will choose, and we'll see if one of you, which one of you, or both of you, get it right. All right, so we're going to start counting with the the Rose Bowl back in 1941. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just start all the way back there. Start um, all the way back there. I'd say uh, 54. Okay. Over or under? I'm going to go under. AD? Fuck, you said 54 bowl games? Yeah. I'm going to go under. It is fifty three. Ooh, what a great, what a great over under, Bach. When, well, yeah. when he started counting the bowl games at the Rose Bowl, I thought he was joking, but in his head, he's <laughs> yeah, like, he yeah. actually Dude, was. Then I did start. Yeah, then I he, did start. He counting. actually was. No, fo- so fifty three, and Nebraska is twenty six and twenty seven all time in bowl games. Ooh, yeah. So there's that for you. Um, four zero two four six four. Five six eight five, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman Text Line, both those open for you. We're we bringing in the guys from the drive with AD and Raff, Aaron Davis, Chris Raff with us, Nick Sander, Jake Bachoven with you guys. Um, still here, rounding out early break on the ticket. And I guess AD, I find out that you kind of uh, chickened out on parasailing yesterday. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> I told him there was a storm. I told him. I even said evidence, man. They they would not <laughs> let us go. The thing that, that, that kind of upset me, we were supposed to do it at 2 o'clock. Okay. okay. Supposed to be at 2. Go down there at 2, and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. She goes, we let, we let somebody take your place because um, you hadn't paid yet. 
Well, the lady the day before told us, just walked her down there, you know, 10 minutes before we took, I mean, we were supposed to sleep, it was fine, but she's like, you know, I'm sorry to work out that way. So we were going to do it at four o'clock yesterday. Well, lo and behold, man, it starts raining about mm-hmm. 2.30, 2.15, and uh, it even thundering. And so we were actually fortunate it didn't work out at two o'clock because it would have got cut like real short because of the weather. Four o'clock didn't happen because the weather was still messed up. So the plans today is 10 o'clock a.m. And I think, I think the weather's going to cooperate this morning. So, oh. are, are, okay, so you're parasailing at 10 o'clock. At 10 o'clock, man. Oh, my. If, if, if. I actually go downstairs to that dock that you can see behind me. <laughs> well, we might that just have to. We'll, we'll have to let you off early. Yeah, that dock is where it's all going to go down. Maybe or maybe not within uh, an hour and a half or so. Oh, no, something, just, something's going down one one way or the other. Yeah, one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it's AD or you know, that's awesome. Yeah, I've been out there looking at the water quite a bit, and I'm just like, man, that's you just don't know what's in there, but it's. You live once, man. You live once. <laughs> you just don't know what's in there. You don't know you what's in there. I, uh, okay, so guys, I was actually going to tell you guys this. I, so high school football, week one kicks off tonight. Mm. Um, we'll have the broadcast of Lincoln East and Kearney right here on the ticket starting at 7 p.m. Uh, pre-game a couple minutes before that. Obviously, the biggest name in there is, is Malachi Coleman, the top 100 recruit, Nebraska mm. target, and, and target of, of pretty much any anybody in the country. Uh, he's going to commit October 22nd, so just a little under two months away from now. But I guess so. Lincoln East and Carney start tonight um, at 7 p.m. at Seacrest Field. So once again, we'll have the we'll have the the call for you. Uh, DP and myself will be uh, doing that for you guys. But I don't know. Have you guys heard about this whole Scotts Bluff thing? Yes, that's nuts. so it is insane. So I don't know if you've heard about this AD and Bach, but Scotts uh-huh. Bluff, who obviously is about 20, 20 miles from the Wyoming border has to make the 800-mile trek to Lincoln Pius X today. They left at 7 a.m. this morning, mountain time, 7 a.m. mountain time this morning, and they plan to get here by 5 p.m., two hours before the game. Then they are going to drive through the night, and they are expecting to get back at Scouts Bluff at 7 a.m. Wow, <laughs> oh, man. It, oh, it, is, it, it is going to be a full 24-hour trek for the scotts bluff football team today. it's like they're going to ireland it, it, get, it gets worse <laughs> and, and, it, and it, gets it gets worse yeah go ahead yeah it gets worse for them as they later this year all before september 30th they will have to come back to waverly and then they will have to also go to york <laughs> who's your athletic director I don't know, but it's also, I mean, like the NSAA, they will now, I mean, they, they forced them to drive once again, all the way to Lincoln Pius the 10th tonight for, for the first game of the season. And then they have to come back in a couple weeks for York. And then on the 30th, they play Waverly at Waverly. Wow. I mean, they're, they're going to log, hold on. So Chris Baznet, who actually used to cover the Huskers, um, has the, has the uh, article on the Lincoln Journal Star for you know just kind of how many miles they're going to log, and I'm going to pull it up here so I can try to find. Uh, let's see, because I want I want to tell you guys the the little bit of a detail um, on on how crazy this whole situation is going to be um, for for uh, for Scott's Bluff. It's going they're they're over the the course of these three trips. 
they're going to log somewhere around like 2,800 miles that they're going to have to drive. 2,800 miles they're going to log over the course and, of these three trips. And they're preseason number two, aren't they? Yeah, they're number two in Class B. Well, they're definitely number one in travel. That's for sure. <laughs> Hopefully they got a nice bus. Yeah. The- Bach, I, I think, you know what, actually, I think Scott's Bluff uh, does have a nice travel bus. We got Ryan Hutzel that's text me. He says, Scoblo, baby. He's from Scott's Bluff. Um, oh, I didn't know that. That's, yeah, Hutzel's from Scott's Bluff, man. I think Scott's Bluff, I could be wrong. Or either I'm thinking of Scott's Bluff or Alliance. One of those two, because of trips like this, has a very nice charter. And you would, I mean, you know, they're not on a school bus. Heaven forbid they put them on a school bus for eight hours, then seats, man. So I'm, I'm almost positive they have their own charter bus. Um, I could be wrong, but I, I know years ago they did. <clears throat> yeah, no, like, you know what? That's a lot of traveling, man. That's a it lot. is. It is. So here we go. Once again, um, yeah, it, Scott's Bluff will log more than 2,800 miles on the road and more than 42 hours of drive time. This season, in just these three trips. Um, now, here's the thing: the flip side is that all those schools will travel to Scotts Bluff in 2023, so they're going to they get those. Yeah, they'll flip it back next year in 2023. Um, but holy smokes, uh, it's an 800 mile round trip odyssey that will cl- last close to 24 hours. At 7 a.m. Mountain Time, the Bearcats bus will pull out of Scotts Bluff High um, and drive the first 80 miles to Sydney, where they'll stop for 20 minutes. After that, it's a three-hour and about 215-mile drive to Kearney where they will stop and have a 45-minute walkthrough at Kearney High School, eat a lunch that's packed by the team parents in the bleachers of Kearney's football field, and then get back on the bus. Then it's another 113 miles or so to a truck stop off the Milford Interstate 80 exit, another 20-minute break then, and then back on the bus for the final 35-minute stretch into Pius X. That sounds terrible. Yeah, they said it, they, they're planning that should put the Bearcats at Aldrich Field somewhere around 5 p.m. Central Time, about nine hours after they left home and about two hours before the 7 p.m. kickoff against the Thunderbolts. After that, Scott's Bluff will pack up and drive through the night back to the Panhandle, hopefully arriving back home around 6 a.m. Mountain Time on Saturday. Goodness gracious. I mean, that was exhausting just listening to you read. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just so many. I, like, here's the thing. It's gonna be it's gonna be a grind for the players because they gotta mentally prepare for a game. There, there's gonna be. I mean, you just have general road fatigue after a nine hour drive. You have to you have to factor that into uh, consideration. But what about the bus driver? <laughs> I'm sure. They- <laughs> I mean, the bus driver's just about to take a take a fat nap during the game well, because he's got to stay up the or he or she has to stay awake the entire night they might i almost bet they have two drivers. they got i think they, they, they got they got to have two because there's no way oh that'd there's be no horrible way. that would be that, that would be that's that's just flat out dangerous to have somebody yeah. drive nine hours no you, you uh, and not sleep sleep for two hours during the game and then hop on a road again and you're responsible for 100 you know 80 plus yeah. people you got to have two drivers scott says man that just means that they just left 10 minutes ago yikes <laughs> for a 7 p.m. game actually it would be well, so t- they, is it they, tomorrow the game no today tonight at 7 p.m. so they they're were, not getting or, back excuse me, on saturday no no so they're okay so yeah they're they're leaving at 7 a.m. tomorrow yeah T- tonight's seven thursday tomorrow. they the game and between scott's bluff and pius is on friday tonight's thursday and if they're leaving if they're leaving seven o'clock mountain time or central time Mount, uh 6 a.m. mountain time 6 a.m. mountain time yeah 
which would be seven o'clock our time yes. here in State uh, Central Time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so they don't have to go to school that day. They don't, but they just have to be in a bus for <laughs> 24 hours. Hey, Probably get some homework. Hey, Bach, hey, Bach, I think I opt for school after listening to that trip. <laughs> I my yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> or, or, uh, uh, school sounds perfect. Nah, but I, yeah. I just think that's really interesting to point out that Scott's Bluff has to drive 800 miles round trip. They're going to log 2,800 miles in these three trips to Lincoln, Waverly, and York, um, and over 42 hours on the road. I mean, gee whiz, that's just insane. A lot of great about. sights driving through Nebraska that way too, right? That's right. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> lot of excitement, a lot of ex- lot of excitement. All right, um, that'll do it for the uh, the spillover with AD and Raf. C- good news, early break fans. Only one more day of Bach and myself. That's right. So I know oh, you, you guys, guys killed it. Nah, it, it's a lot. It's, it. it's been a lot of fun. Tomorrow, though, here's the thing: one day away from game, Dang. from the game. Tomorrow will be. So next time you hear Bach and I on these airwaves together, we'll be breaking down and saying tomorrow is game day. Stick around. The drive with AD and Raf is coming up next. But for Jake Bachov and I'm Nick Sander. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow.